0: A new episode of Pin Noise versus the World. My name's Herald Hillseth. And I'm Jess Wanich. And we're back, baby. What well, has been almost... But we missed an episode. <laughs> we were taking some unplanned breaks, each one of us.
1: Necessary breaks. Necessary breaks.
0: Very necessary. Um, post-heat wave, heat dome, heat wave. Post-Jess Hawaii trip. Amazing times. Um yes, sir we survived the heat wave oh like that was insane yes um disgusting i remember <laughs> it was on my birthday guys it was in my birthday y'all i had to spend my 24th year on life in a 118 degree weather now nah, i was Kobe that year man not High. Beast Kobe year man. started off with the heat mamba i do the not approve heat
1: mamba
0: <laughs> griffy year happy to be 24 to see 24 years of life
1: yes sir but
0: not happy to spend it no i'm kidding we had a great we made the best out of it saw some fast nine in a movie theater with some homies um given that was the only place we can get air conditioning (laughs) and you'll also shout out dom toretto family you know like everyone's out here with the memes right now but um how about you Jess? how was your trip uh to the islands man that must have been great to see family friends just bask in the
1: glory yeah man (laughs) the The whole the whole nine yards it was definitely great to go post heat wave because oh my god that triple digit heat man it was terrible but you know on the islands you had the breeze um you know ate some great food hung out with some great friends did some awesome hikes definitely well needed well-deserved vacation um totally very blessed man very blessed
0: what was your what was your favorite um Food item and activity. Oh, I feel like I feel like this is like an OC orientation group. Shout out to homie <laughs> homies about to start college here soon, a new year, but um, yeah, I feel like Go around,
1: <laughs> yeah, tell man. us one thing about yourself.
0: Mm. Um, but what do you think? What's your breakdown?
1: Yeah, so hi, my name is Jess Wanich. Uh, I'm hello first year, no, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but oh, I think favorite food it would be a toss up between um, this place called Young's. And they had this like pork okay. laulau. Shout out to Ian Rodrigo Santiago for putting me on this. But basically, it's like a leafed vegetable and inside it's like shredded pork. Um, oh, so my delicious. gosh. And then I went to Wayajole Poi Factory, very hype place for some Hopia ice cream. I oh, think man. it was called Sweet Lady, but it was really good. Shout out to Ali for taking me there as well. Oh, that is amazing. Yo,
0: yeah. shout out, yeah, shout out the friends in uh uh in Hawaii for uh taking care of our boy Jess. Yes, sir. Getting him home safe. Thank um, you. Um and we've you know, we've been all chilling recently. We're enjoying a really cool down month of July. Um we've missed some pretty dang big like <laughs> stories in the world the last couple of weeks, but we'll we'll just tap in a little bit on something to connect back to Donovan's. Previous episode, uh, your Milwaukee Bucks led by Giannis Antetokounmpo, NBA NBA Finals MVP, absolute all-around stud, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Mike Budenholzer, your 2021 non-bubble NBA champions, um, Bucks in six. You know, not a lot of people saw that coming at the beginning of the year, but here hey, we are. Hey, we Giannis, didn't see that coming, bro. Our we, pitches were way off. <laughs> we're going to have to look back, but I'm pretty sure, at least for you and I, I don't know about Donnie, but yeah, you and I, I don't think we, we put a lot of stance in, in the Suns, but the Suns are a very young team.
1: Yeah. Shout out to the Shout that, out
0: Monty Williams. Yeah. Shout out Chris Paul. Like, I know everyone's trying to see Chris Paul win. I was trying to see Chris Paul win, too. It would have been nice to see a game seven. It's kind of weird to think this was the first NBA Finals we had seen in, in a very long time that had taken place at like the home stadium of the team that I won mm-hmm. Lakers were in the bubble Raptors were in golden state, maybe golden states went at home, but I know calves were at golden state, you know, it's been a while. So it's nice to see a city that has gone without a championship for 50 years, um, get their shot at glory. Um, which actually brings me full roundabout to the topic of two days, nice technical half episode while we get our, you know you like that transition, Joe. I like it. Um, but while we get our ducks in a row, um, going forward here as we go move back into full episode format, we're back again with another tier listing. But this time, um, we are welcoming you all to uh, our first top ten moments, like list, I guess, is what you would call it. But um, we're we're bringing to you our meticulously listed, um, top ten Seattle sports moments um you can tell we're both very huge seattle sports fans uh we've been very blessed to live through a very successful generation of seattle sports um recently but you know we made sure to take in um everything we could from you know going back to the seattle metropolitans winning the stanley cup in like 1919 to the pilots coming and leaving the sonics championship The magic of the 90s with the Mariners, Seahawks, recent success, same with the Storm, the Kraken, took it all into account. Um, We are leaving out uh, local collegiate sports. So to all my Husky homies, you know, this is nothing personal. We're leaving out everyone. But um, this is like four pro sports where we can all get around. Everyone from Seattle can get behind. Um, But this is uh, our tier listing um and actually you know I think we have a homie from ESPN that wants to tap in right now and let you know that this this is Pinoy Center hopefully Disney doesn't sue us for that but
1: Uh, we're only um, using 10 seconds
0: it's only 10 seconds but yeah Pinoy Center welcome um this is our top 10 Seattle sports moments but uh before we hop into the actual list uh, we're going to go through a few of our honorable mentions that didn't make the crack, um crack in. Oh, that was horrible. Uh... Cutting that. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we came up with a list about 25, 30 um, of our favorite moments personally. And also just like taking into account, like we said, a whole century of Seattle sports. Um, We're very young, like sports city, you know, go going, going back 30, 40 years of all the main franchises we support now and even our, hockey team established in 2020 so you know we want to start off give a little bit of love to uh an adopted daughter of uh seattle sports um stud for olympic leon rain formerly known as the seattle rain and just all around probably goat of seattle or of the u.s women's national team the soccer national team megan rapinoe one half of the greatest power couple this city has ever seen was sue bird but we'll get to sue later um and just like her incredible performance in the fifa world cup in 2019 um absolutely astounding just in general probably one of the greatest performers we've ever seen it performances we've ever seen in a world cup um i mean even 2015's world cup in canada all around just Absurdly good soccer player, footballer, whatever you may have, iconic looks. She had the most iconic celebration with the arms out, and just in front of all of her adoring fans. um Rightfully so, the the greatest women's soccer team this world has seen um, ever. Honestly, probably, um, and the, just the domination her and along with the rest of the team had had shown during that World Cup. Amazing. Uh, we talked about things like uh, the implosion of the kingdom. Um, talked about, like, how iconic the Seattle Sonics, rest in peace, drafting KD was, Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, and sprinkling in a couple other things, like, you know, Felix Hernandez's perfect game, only 20-plus of those in the history of the sport, which is insane, but the only one in Mariners' history. Sonics winning an NBA title. I mean, that might be kind of controversial, just... <laughs> but you know to we had taken into account yeah we're taking into account the fact you know they're they're not here anymore sadly and jordan would have won 10 championships in the 70s so does it really matter no that's a joke that's a bad joke <laughs> we're gonna have all the jordan lebron kobe stands in our comments section on instagram <laughs> and uh ironically enough the 2001 seattle mariners winning 116 wins uh you and i had a discussion about this prior mm-hmm. but I think I was just following on the fact that we haven't been to the playoffs since 2001. And, you know, for as great of a year as that was, obviously tied for the most wins in baseball history for a professional team. Uh, didn't even make it to the World Series. Tough cup, t- tough cookies. We got other Mariners moments that rank, in our opinion, higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jess is going to get us started with number 10.
1: All right, y'all, let's get it cracking. <laughs> whoa is that a yeah coming in at number 10 we've got seattle getting its 32nd nhl franchise as of I think it was july of last year seattle's
0: 32nd nhl franchise oh i'm I'm so it's just like all (laughs)
1: no it's the eden
0: claw warriors against the everett uh thunderbirds today Uh, seattle has queen anne and uh capitol playing (laughs) each other today that would be insane. That would be uh, mental. Oh. That
1: was a huge rain fart. Okay, I'm sorry. NHL no, gets its 32nd <laughs> hockey franchise in Seattle, a.k.a. the Seattle Kraken. And, you know, it's almost been a year since, you know, the whole announcement, and that was pretty It dope. has been. Actually, today yeah, is today. the
0: one-year brand anniversary, as they say. brand over Of them announcing the name and and nice. just, like, everything to go behind the where, where we're going to play, renovating mm-hmm. old Key
1: Arena and the Climate Pledge Arena. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is a new chapter for Seattle sports. You know, we're adding another major league team. You know, rest in peace, the Sonics, as Harold said. But, you know, this is the foundation for opening up Climate Pledge Arena to hockey, hopefully, basketball. So we wanted to rank this at 10 just to understand, you know, the gravity behind this moment. And, you know, for us to be rabid fans, both with the Mariners, Seahawks, Storm sounders you know any other sports teams i'm missing there and to throw in a new team you know i'm really ready for this energy man it's going to lead to a lot of successful years knock on wood um but also a lot of new fans you know in their early you know we got people born in the 2000s now so yeah you know, we're just chatting <laughs> yeah whatever tiktoks and snapchats you're out there oh, on my. yeah it'll just be great I, i'm loving this energy but i'll throw it over to Harald for
0: number nine and that's right jess because number nine is a spicy one um but again it it is a love letter to one of the greatest Seattle sports athletes of all time if not one of the greatest mariners alone um ichiro suzuki 2004 goes ahead and sets break breaks george sisler's nearly 80 90 100 year record Seemingly untouchable in modern in a modern sense, but uh two hundred and sixty-two hits broken in the final series of the season. Um, where uh the entire, you know, the Mariners weren't looking too hot in 2004 but sold out that final series, absolute scenes, fireworks at Safe Go, George Sisler's like great like descendants. I, I can't remember if it's if it was even possibly his daughter was there to congratulate a very grateful as well, Ichiro to you know, how respectful he was and just bringing over a little bit of his own personal Japanese culture and paying his respects to George Sisler's um, distant family members that were there to see a wonderful moment in history. Um, again, something where we would have been, what, we've been seven? Seven and six? We're so young. But <laughs> I mean, I still, I even have um, memorabilia that have been gifted through the generations by other family members that denote the achievement and um, you know, YouTube exists. So, you know, we've pretty much seen all these moments, even if we weren't alive or necessarily cognizant enough to see it all. But um, Ichiro, an icon of a generation, an icon of the Seattle Mariners, um, Jess, I mean, he has... This, ha- this had to be in the top 10. It definitely had to oh, be yeah. between him and and Felix. But just, like, the nature of it being so untouchable. Mm-hmm. Like, just think, like, is it going to be another 100 years before we see someone break this record? I mean, they're not really going to look at changing the number of games i mean hopefully in an mlb season like obviously the game changes a lot from decade to decade year to year but this is one of those records that is seemingly impossible to hit like i i I think there was a stat that i read that denoted that ichiro had some of the most multi-hit games in mlb history as well that season like set records for like three and four hit games which is if you know baseball i mean he finished with one of the highest which is hilarious. He didn't break the average record, like the highest average in a season. But the fact he was able to get all of these hits, I mean, so iconic, right? An Ichiro mm-hmm. infield single, like legs it out. He's just so speedy on the base paths and just like just hits it off a little bit like a bunt. Insane. No one was ready for Ichiro. No one ever adjusted to Ichiro. He retired on his own terms. What a legend. But on that note, we're going to get into some uh, to some championships, which is what everyone loves and cares about with number eight.
1: That's right. And coming in at number eight, we've got the Sounders winning the MLS Cup at home in 2019. Harold, you were there in the moment. Would you mind sharing your experience of what it was like being, you know, in the crowd with all that energy, a fully packed max capacity stadium. Max capacity. Yeah. I I mean, it was
0: it was I mean it was magical. It was just it was one of those moments that you kind of look forward to your whole life and I think we've been spoiled obviously with how successful and well run of an organization the Seattle Sounders are. Not even just in like MLS in the US just worldwide honestly and and the amount of I don't know the amount of sense of community that's been built in the city for soccer since like the 70s when my when my family my you know my mom, my uncles, my aunts, anyone really came along and got to see Um, they got to see everything happening with the early iteration sounders and the NASL USL iterations. I mean, you and I both know how big soccer is in the region. It's one of the two sports I played growing up and it just means so much to so many people, especially in this zone, in this region as a whole. So, I mean, it was not, it was not a surprise that the tickets sold out immediately, it was a little bit of a botched effort on the Sounders side. Can't really blame them. They are you know, they have to go through Ticketmaster, which is a horrible company. Digress, <laughs> not gonna take away from describing how amazing of a day this was, though. Yep. So through one way or another, had a couple friends that were able to hit me up and provide me my two parents uh tickets to the game. Um, you know, shout out XD Chris Huey, who I sat with at the game itself, and then um another friend of mine, Arthur um from uh wsu to you arthur if you're listening um we're like you know they were able to give us extra tickets or even in arthur's case their own um and just like saw like how passionate we were about going to the game and i mean it was just like a day to remember as a whole like it's not very often as a sports fan for your city like you get to see you get to go to the championship game let alone win it um so i mean the nerves were high like obviously we're already mls champions um back to back to back Western conference champions at this point. And then obviously the year after we won't talk about what happened in Columbus in 2020, but uh, you know, still, you know, four time Western conference champions in a row. Mm -hmm. We're going for, or four out of five years at this point. And it just like our rivalry with Toronto, it was just written in the stars. It was just like, it was the third. This is it. Like, this is, this is our chance to determine the Toronto Seattle legacy in one game. Um, nerves were high but I mean it all just became like super like high levels of elation um, once you know kickoff happens we had that insane TIFO for people who don't know what TIFO are just the banners you see raised at soccer matches that aren't like matched in any other sport in the country or if the world for that matter and just like the support you know you got Emerald City supporters going wild I've never heard the Seattle Sounders chant the boom boom clap as loud as I had there are people all around the stadium doing chants that like I would normally do in my seats and you wouldn't see for like, like sections and sections, but everyone was about it. Everyone was ready. Again, I don't know if it set a record. I think it might've gotten close, but yeah, amazing game. Obviously it was very tense in that first half. If you remember just from Mm -hmm. watching, even on TV, just like with nothing was clicking, like Toronto was looking dangerous. Steph and Fry was making insane saves again. And we'll get to Steph later. But, oh, my gosh, what a day. We ended up winning the 3-1. It was yeah, 3-1, I believe. 3-1. Mm-hmm. But a couple great goals by, by um, some very legendary Sounders. I mean, the Lear Dom goal really just went, even though it was off the deflection, it just took a weight off your chest and everything that came after that. And the Rui Diaz closer, um, the Rodriguez uh, curler from outside the box. Like, oh, so much energy was in that stadium in one moment and i mean i think schmetzer brian schmetzer the head coach afterwards said it really well is like this is the moment this like the region deserved was like to have it at home to have it be in front of the home fans um and have all this it was like 10 year build-up exactly Mm -hmm. 10 years and you get that moment like not even just pushing seattle soccer forward into a very successful future with players and the academy but just for the city and just what it meant to American soccer as a whole to put on that kind of show. Um, and to like have that many iconic sounders playing in on the same team. Amazing. Unmatched for me. I mean, there are short, there are a few games I've been to in my life that have un that have superseded that experience personally. Um but I, yeah, obviously that, I just very passionate about the Sounders. No so I man, I had to break I that down. It. But I mean, how <laughs> you how you saw that too, man? Because that was just what a great second chip it was for the Sounders, honestly.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean, watching it on TV will never get as close to <laughs> seeing it in person. But yeah, I just remember like you, the first half was really shoddy, but then Leardom, Rodriguez, Rui Diaz hitting those goals in the second half. And then, you know, got to give props to Josie Altidore, you know, you know, in the stoppage time three (laughs) minutes after. But, you know, that's a number or that's a number. That's a name we're going to come back to uh, later on. So be mindful Mm. of that as we continue to go throughout our rankings. But great. legendary game.
0: Number seven.
1: And that's right with number
0: seven. We then, I, maybe another controversial moment, but we kind of put a whipping up on Denver and the Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 48, the first Super Bowl in Seahawks history, arguably the greatest championship the city has ever seen. Um, you know, there have been more exciting Super Bowls. There have been, and we'll get to a, another moment uh, towards the top of this list, more exciting lead ups to this Super Bowl. But nothing compares to your first. Nothing compares to the first time you lift that trophy and it was just like we were talking about this before right Jess? Mm -hmm. the build-up like the five-year build-up the hiring of pete carroll the immaculate running of beast mode of of marshawn lynch the legion of boom just being possibly the greatest secondary of all time like the most dominant secretary of all time or secondary of all time if anything earl thomas richard sherman cam chancellor bam bam cam i mean whole ass dudes that have literally had to retire from the game because of how hard they play during this legendary part, not only, again, in Seahawks history, but in NFL history, and topped off by um, rookie phenom Russell Wilson, one of the youngest quarterbacks to ever win um, a Super Bowl and one of the only black quarterbacks in history to win a Super Bowl. And, -hmm. like, everything clicked with that team, from the wide receivers to the Legion of Boom, like we said, quarterback, running backs, coaching staff everything in between one of the most dominant performances in history. And I mean, if you remember this, if you remember the, the kick return to start the second half. Oh my God. Like, we Percy were all so little tense in Woo! high school. You know, we have like the party going, we got the pizza rolling, we got the Coca-Cola flowing. We're just pizza super high. Um, but yeah, you remember where you were when Percy Harvin, um look, who man, ironically, when smoked, <laughs> but was high during that game, I, yeah. if I'm not remembering that, incorrectly no you're
1: right you're right uh, oh yeah you go ahead with that no i was just gonna say when the ball dropped he didn't catch it right everyone was like oh my god have the tables turn but no this man literally lets the ball drop goes back maybe a couple yards and then just like zooms it all the way to the end zone you could hear the crowd okay i wasn't there but on tv you could hear the crowd go ah ah (laughs) Yeah, Seattle was going nuts. You know, after that kick return, it was just domo. You know, we were, we were done. The game was over. But, you know, we, we got to stay on for the whole show. But, you know, people often forget, and you mentioned this earlier, Harold, um, with Russell Wilson still being pretty young. That was his second season as a oh, Seahawk, man. Having lost to the Falcons last year and, you know, claiming that, okay, we're going to make it to the championship level. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Because we were denied that opportunity the year before. So for that redemption arc to happen, for Russell Wilson... And, you know, I'm not really a big fan of numerology, but Russell Wilson, number three, Super Bowl 48 is you know, 48's divisible by three. The first 12 seconds of the game, Peyton Manning fumbles, you know, the 12s, you know, it's all written in the stars, like you said earlier, you know, and how could you have it any other way, so that's just Literally. my take on it Rip to the 2013-14 seahawks but you know no no, no we're, we're still no, doing no. well we're still doing well
0: 2013-14 seahawks amazing but ripped to the 2014-15s so we don't need to oh yeah 49 <laughs> was there a super bowl in 2015 nah there wasn't uh, we'll there wasn't a super there, bowl yeah, in 2015 yeah. they skipped a year right 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 yeah we don't have to talk about that um <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, the parade, too. Like, do you remember where you were for the parade? I remember we all skipped class that day. I was like, yes, well, playing, like, yes. yeah, from the, uh... it was like the first time a goody two-shoes were all in, <laughs> in high school ever skipped a class. And, like, I was oh like, the only thing that could ever get me to do it was a Seattle team winning a championship. Wow. There were, what? There were like, 700,000, 800,000 people in the street for, like, miles on end. And then everyone marched to the whole rally at CenturyLink and SafeGo still at that point rest in peace century and safe go like that just show you how much time has even passed since the oh. last time we got to celebrate that but shout out my boys chris julian henry we all met up got this got to watch from uh i think we we're around westlake westlake mall Oh, you
1: were at westlake okay yo
0: i got hit by a marshawn lynch skittle yes and he was bang you know remember those iconic like one of the indigenous tribal um homies from around the area came and gifted marshawn like a. Uh, like in a, a local Pacific Northwest um, drum and deerskin drum. And he was just banging away, you know, what a, what a legend, dude, what a legendary moment. He's up there with his, with his really like tiny mask on his face, covering his whole head. What a, <laughs> what a God just throwing Skittles for everyone, just having a great time. Um, such an iconic uh, moment in our history, but that leads us well into uh, our next moment, which is also Seahawk base. So I'm going to throw it over to Just for number six.
1: That's Wait, right. right. And with number six, we've got Beastquake 2011 playoffs versus the New Orleans Saints here at home. I don't remember what the score was, but I do remember that it was such an iconic moment in Seattle sports history. Well, lay, lay the, lay,
0: lay, you lay, have to lay it out for all right, people first. All right. How did the game begin? Like, yes. Who were
1: the favorites?
0: Did, were we NFC so. West champions? Like, we were. <laughs>
1: we were. We, we had a 7-9 record. Seven I think we were the, nine one of the first teams to have a losing record, but make it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. if that's correct. The
0: wild card game, right? Yes. And the
1: Saints had just come up short. <laughs> uh, they were sad boys because they had to play us. Yes, <laughs> we had man. To go And, you know, battle. if you have all the you know historic old head people out there y'all know that our quarterback before russell wilson was matt hasselbeck yo and to know that the team back then you know made it to the super bowl and then you know made it to the playoffs you know shout out to matt hasselbeck but okay i just gotta say russell wilson is our guy but anyway of course I hey, there was I a digress. guy before russ there and was matt flynn <laughs> and Tavares jackson his name was
0: matt hasselbeck took us to our previous super bowl never forget super bowl 40 actually we can forget super bowl 40 again a horrible time (laughs) but um this is about great seattle moments um man beast quake though yes seven and nine true breeze coming off of a if i'm not wrong it was either the year before the year before that that they had won the super bowl yeah after their after their own amazing story coming back from katrina and, Mm -hmm. and leading that team out to win the chip but beast Quake, you want to lay the you want do you want to lay that out for the folks because yeah, oh my man. goodness yes what a moment
1: so okay i don't remember the exact yardage but he was they were at the like whatever 67 oh yeah yeah 67 yards from the end zone so you know they were down i think and i'm pretty sure yeah matt hasselbeck had the ball gave it to marshawn so many defenders up there. Okay, I'm going to be butchering this so bad. But, or I'll jump in to help me out. But, okay, the yeah. linemen, we're just coming at, you know, our offense. Beast mode cuts up the middle. Escapes one tackle. And then the second tackle. Exactly. And, then and then the, then the, th- the third tackle. tackle. And he just skirts around that in the most majestic form. Takes a right upon the sideline. <laughs> yeah it takes a right you know merge onto traffic whatever Uh (laughs) on the i5 he's merging onto i5 merging onto this traffic (laughs) he has two defenders coming towards him he says cuts through sharper cuts through adele get off me he says get off me no, I just remember the highlight. He says, get yeah. get off me to whatever their name was. Whatever that was. See, his man, this man's name doesn't even matter. He, he yeah, got it doesn't even matter. That, century, that one bro. cornerback. Yeah. <laughs> this was 10 years ago, man. We, we can't remember uh. that far. Anyway, I digress. So he, Marshawn, stiff arms this corner, throws him into the end zone, continues to gallivant down the 30, down mm. the 20, towards the 10, does a little razzle dazzle spin move around? Grabs his crotch. <laughs> yes, you can't forget in that true detail.
0: Marshawn Lidge fashion, the most iconic just silhouette yes. in Seahawks history. Almost crutching oh, the football
1: man. in his arm, backwards dive into the end zone, touchdown, Seahawks. Oh, it's almost like it's almost like we have a really good history of.
0: Seattle sports legends that are not only on the field, but in the booth. So I think we're going to let Steve Re-
1: Rabel? Rabel, Rabel. Rabel give it off? All right. Oh, we'll toss him off. The voice crack. (laughs) The voice crack, just like Harald. You know, graduating from (laughs) Wazoo. Congratulations. (laughs) Listen to the The twelves, y'all. This literally caused an earthquake. This caused an earthquake in our city. The most iconic twelfth man interaction
0: to a game. Yes. For every every false start we've ever created, every <laughs> every just terror we've created in opposing quarterbacks' heads over the years in CenturyLink and in the Kingdom. like nothing will compare to creating a literal seismic earthquake with the amount of noise. I mean, I was reminded about how the situation of that moment, mm-hmm. just down to your final downs, you're only up by three against the eleven and five just beast of a team that the saints were somehow ended up in the wild card round against the seven and nine Hawks. And to have that happen in the moment it happened with, I it just looked like it was less than four minutes on the clock in the fourth. And that just like tucked it away forty to 30. Never forget Marshall Lynch. Didn't even need to do nothing else after that, but he goes <laughs> ahead and does another beast quake. What version of that, like two, three years later in Arizona. Yep. Greatest one of the greatest running backs all time. Don't matter if he only played, eight years like such a legend yes sir but yeah shout out marshawn lynch get him on the pod you know you know what i'm saying yes
1: sir yes sir get Marshawn, so legendary but with that we want to bring it to our top five so Harald, take us down with number five
0: number five
1: and with all that
0: love for marshawn and the hawks You know, we got a lot of male teams in this city, but I'm sorry that we still got some basketball. Not only some basketball tied for the most successful sports franchises in the WNBA, we got to put at number five, a Seattle Storm winning their fourth, count them, fourth NBA championship since their inception in the early 2000s. Um, While we may not have the Sonics anymore, we have always had the Storm, locally owned, home to arguably the greatest point guard, in women's basketball history, Sue Bird, arguably one of the greatest players, if not the greatest at her this point in her young career, Brianna Stewart, Jewel Lloyd, the goal mamba, just an entire cast of amazing players on this squad in the WNBA bubble in 2020 during COVID as well mm-hmm. to set a tying record with their fourth championship for Sue Bird to have four rings at this point for Brianna Stewart to win another finals MVP. There is just not a lot you can say about a team winning the WNBA championship. But on top of that, doing it in the midst of a once in a hundred year pandemic, in the midst of just chaos everywhere, putting on for Seattle, for the city, not only again, I mean, again, amazing competition as well. And just like a high point in the history of the WNBA. Um, We said we were going to come back around to Sue Bird. We did. And, you know, (laughs) Jess, you and I love some Storm basketball. We got to go out there and support the team this year. Yes, sir. Also doing amazingly, as we've said in every single episode um, in our sports recaps. Um, But the Seattle Storm, man, fourth NBA championship, WNBA championship, um, alongside an equally great Los Angeles Lakers team.
1: Mm -hmm. Doesn't get any better than that, man. Doesn't get any better than that. And shout out to the team. Yep
0: literally to have to have someone i mean again biggest power couple in seattle history sue bird megan rapino mm-hmm. seattle sports history but it's almost wild to think that they are two of the greatest at their sport dating each other in our city <laughs> and putting on for our city on top of that mental i mean shout out megan rapino but shout out sue bird for this moment in particular Um, you know a lot of people come coming before lauren jackson's of the world Mm -hmm. swin cash but yeah four championships what a time go storm we'll have to catch some games at climate pledge arena uh, oh my god that opened up because we're not gonna be able to afford kraken tickets that's for sure unless anyone's got a plug um see us in
1: 2024 man (laughs) 2025
0: see y'all in 2024 (laughs) But, um, you know, this is a this is a basketball city at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And the Storm uh, put on every single year for Seattle. Um, and you won't see any sign of that stopping anytime soon. So how about we oh, push sure. for five this year? How yes, about sir. it? Rip Key Arena. Rip Arena. But I guess Climate Pledge Arena? Don't matter. Storm going to win five, six, seven, <laughs> eight championships. What's LeBron say in, like, the early 2010s t- of the Heat? He said, we're not going to win one. We're not, not going to win two. Not, not three. three. Not, Not four, four, but like, let's actually follow up on it and like win, like, and win those four fifth championships. Oh, yes. Nah, we'll we'll make it LeBron. happen,
1: LeBron. We'll make it happen.
0: Hey, shout out Space Jam, too. But more happily, <laughs> shout out um, Sue Bird and the 2020 WNBA champions, your Seattle Storm with their fourth chip. I'm going to give it back to Jess with number four.
1: Ooh. This is a big one coming in at number four. We've got the Seahawks. I don't know why I said like that. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. The The Seahawks is NFC conference comeback championship game versus the Packers. Oh yeah, y'all. We were talking about what came before the Super
0: Bowl that did not happen, Super Bowl Forty Nine, but the nfc championship
1: the nfc championship let me tell you herald you know i don't think i've ever had you know chest congestion as bad as <laughs> it was on that day from my COVID,
0: heart COVID couldn't even give you chest congestion oh my god bad, stop
1: <laughs> no <laughs> we're cutting that out anyway no, um, no. no but you know it's a common theme for seahawks games you know your heart gets broken mm-hmm. your heart heals again but then it's just left in this like weird flux. So, throughout that whole game until let's say the fourth quarter, my heart was in a flux. All right. To see our team down, what was it? 17 to nothing. And then we come back three, mm-hmm. six, nine, whatever, however many points we were three, at, six, 14, 9, 14, 12, 15. 14, <laughs> 17 to tie it up. And then we just win that game out of some miracle, out of some stroke of luck that was our day and for all the fans who decided to leave after oh yeah the second and third quarter y'all y'all fake out. you don't y'all deserve it you should, we we deserve
0: those tickets we we kept the tv on yes we kept the drinks flowing we kept the pizza going you know what i mean we didn't back when up.
1: cable was a thing man oh hell but yeah <laughs> if y'all could have gave us those tickets but i digress I think that wasn't the only, like, legendary memorable thing about it. It was after, when we were in that overtime, Russell Wilson's throw to Jermaine Kerr's, setting the scene up for us to go to Super Bowl forty-nine. We all know what happened there. We're not going to mention it. But I think afterwards, the post-game interview was the most memorable for me, Mm -hmm. seeing Russ at his most vulnerable. After putting in his blood sweat After throwing I... four interceptions, <laughs> four interceptions, but with his <laughs> blood, put us
0: in the hole. But no, nah, no, nah, we, we yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that. It. Nah, I mean, hey,
1: all respect to Russ, but his literal blood, sweat, and overflowing of tears that yeah. could literally take Seattle out of a drought in forty years because <laughs> of how much he cried that day. He said, "Why not us? Why not? Why us? not you? That battle cry." To lead us into Super Bowl forty-nine, does it ever get any inspiring during that? You know, sometimes when I'm sad, when I need a little pick-me-up, I watch the highlights of that game. You watch the hot, hi- yeah, yeah. That is one of, <laughs> me and my friends. I mean, I will never forget. I mean, we can't even. We have
0: to. We have to mention too the first touchdown that is thrown in the third quarter while we're down 16-0. 16-0 is that John Ryan fake field goal oh, pass yeah. or whatever, like they'll hold a <laughs> 19-yard pass to some rando named Gary Gillum. Come on, son, Seahawks legend. It doesn't even matter at that point. <laughs> but that's such an iconic moment. And the moment that happened, you kind of started feeling it chip away. When the fourth quarter comes along, touchdown, Marshawn Lynch run, and then that overtime Jermaine curse, just shout to the heavens, toss the football to the oh. end zone toss that football into the hawk's nest and then everything that you say afterwards but i was with some close friends of mine as well and we just bumped i, th- I think it was like i'm the man you know when aloe black was bopping like, oh yeah i was like you know russell you know the richard sherman beats my Dre ads Come oh on. my god again if you don't know about that and you live in this city you're a gentrifier. You don't know about what it was like <laughs> to be a high schooler during that time. Amazing. Hey, shout out Garfield but, Bulldogs. True dogs. Shout out Garfield Bulldogs. But so we mobbed down to that street. I had a 12th man flag and we strapped it up to the first piece of wood we could find around the neighborhood <laughs> and flew that out the top. Everyone was in the streets. It was almost as amazing as what happened in 2014. We will get to that. But yes, man, sir. just to go down to the stadium post game and just see everyone in the streets Going absolutely mental. It was a day game too, so still light out. Everyone was just high fiving, having a great time, Ugh. doing a lot of other things that weren't high fiving. But it's a <laughs> PG show. um But yeah, man, I I don't know if you did the same, but that was just iconic. I remember throwing on my um my lucky Leroy Hill jersey. Shout out Leroy Hill <laughs> from like the Reebok era Seahawks. I remember when I threw that on, everything started turning the other way, and I just you know that's. That that is just in my closet for special moments when we need an up and when we need a lift me up. But yeah, man. 2015, oh. what a time that was six years ago now. Yes, One of sir. the greatest moments, greatest comebacks in NFL history for sure.
1: Yeah. And just thinking about all the celebrations and, you know, Seattle sports, you know, we just really need to let off steam. So going into number three with this Seattle sports moment, I'd say the celebrations that led after this we truly, truly memorable. But I'll pass it over to Harold for our next ranking.
0: Number three. And like you said, Jess, one of the most memorable moments in Seattle sports history, which is why we put it at number three. Um, and while 2015 was amazing, you know, we have to acknowledge run the damn ball, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the one yard line. We have to acknowledge it. Doesn't mean yeah. we have to go into detail. point being did we win a super bowl after that no we did not sadly enough but in 2016 your seattle sounders made it to their first mls cup of all time sadly by mls rules we were not allowed to host it again 2019 great moment for it but this is our first shot at a cup what we lost clint dempsey earlier in the season to a horrible medical condition that eventually led to his retirement such a backbone of the team we get put out there, not with the, necessarily a bunch of like scrubs or young players that Whoa. were just put together. We're put together a legendary squad led there by Alonzo Alonso, Asvaldo Alonso, Brad Evans, Stefan Fry, uh, Roman Torres. I, an amazing cast. Everyone had their everyone had their part to play. Rookie, Jordan Morris, near rookie, Christian Roldan, just the backbone of this modern Sounders team. And you have to think about it in the case of Brian Schmetzer as well being a sounder for pretty much 40 years, playing for the NASL teams that played against Pelé and um, the great NASL teams of the 70s to coaching eventually the USL teams, the A-League teams, um, all the way up to becoming head coach after Siggy Schmidt's, uh, rest in peace Siggy Schmidt, but Siggy Schmidt's um, uh, vacancy you know, this was his first shot at it. This was, this was Brian Schmetzer's first shot at proving and bringing to the city he's grown up in. He loves so much and has pretty much been the backbone of the growth of the sport in the region for as long as it, he has been involved. Leads to this one moment. It's zero zero after an intense, what is it? It's like 10 degrees in Canada. It's like 10 degrees in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. This is chapter one in the Toronto-Seattle saga over four years of MLS Cup. Fights and battles. And what happened in 2016 in the hundredth and maybe fifth minute, I couldn't even give you the exact moment before penalty kicks, which we would eventually win. In another iconic moment, but what is somehow more iconic than winning your first MLS Cup, seeing Brian Schmetzer, Roman Torres, Osvaldo Alonso, all the stars I said before, in tears afterwards, celebrating with the thousands of fans that traveled from Seattle to Toronto in their own section. All of those absolute scenes, man. I remember being in a bar in Pullman. I was not of age enough. And it, the clock hit oh. 9 p.m. And they were like, you got to get out, man. You don't got, you don't have an ID. And then we were trying to argue with them because it was like three kicks left and penalty kicks. We're like, no, this is like I live for this moment. I've waited this moment my whole life, which I have been. They let me stay enough to see the championship. Nice. Up. But Stefan Fry, Josie Altator, I'll let you take it from there.
1: Yes, man. Setting it up. Y'all remember the name Josie Altador, right? Good. So we can see Josie Altador coming from the right of the pitch. We got so many other defenders who I can't remember. So many. Age. You're just like, it's just a cluster <laughs> of defenders. Just a cluster. Box. But setting it up. So Josie hits the ball. Whatever you are. <laughs> he hits the Man, ball. he rises like a
0: salmon, puts some energy into it, and has yes, that. Yes, sir. Rises, rises like the a salmon. Quarter.
1: Heads it into the corner. We see our saint, our savior, Stephen Fry, come up. And as majestic as the Sistine Chapel with Adam (laughs) almost touching God's finger. Man, that was God's finger. That was God's (laughs) finger. (laughs) But Stephen Fry blocks his attempted shot into the goal in an Odell-like fashion. This was after Odell, right? This is after Odell. Okay, this is after Odell. Literally but... looks
0: like it snaps off whatever cartilage is left in the tippy tips of the top half of his middle and index finger, ring finger, whatever it was, right? And probably, thank the Lord, his, like, massive goalie gloves added a couple more inches. But, yeah. man, when he when he puts his hand up there and just in a moment of just pure stress and anxiety, I'm watching there, and I'm sure you're in a similar position, just held oh, yeah. and just In incredible contempt and just waiting for the ball to go in and just waiting to go home and just cry yourself to sleep but stefan fry saving the city's first mls cup championship rises as well like a salmon to Josie's amazing header (laughs) and leaves every there you got to look up the photos of this if you haven't you've probably seen it if you're a seattleite but the photo and the reactions of all the toronto fans behind him and just like that iconic silhouette similar to the iconic silhouette that was created with the Marshawn Lynch beast mode rises his left hand up, saves it, hits the bar. Everyone's going insane. Roman Torres, whoever it was, I don't remember, kicks it out <laughs> of the box. We go on for another 15 minutes in a defensive battle, and the Sounders win their first MLS Cup thanks to Stefan Fry and a game winning PK by Roman Torres
1: what a time man that was five years ago can you believe 2016 that? what it's five it years ago was, that was we
0: we're all like hillary clinton's got this in the bag <laughs> <laughs> nah this was post-election so we needed something that uh yeah that was gonna raise our spirits that was a but, good yeah, pick me a time, up. man that was a good pick that was up. definitely a good pick me up i don't know if it's saved for the next four years but you know decent enough yeah but yeah man i mean you and i both huge sounders fans um has to be in the top three moments for sure but now we're getting into the spicy takes, or maybe not so spicy, depending on what sport is your favorite. But I'm going to let Jess take over for number two.
1: And coming in at number two, we've got our beloved Seattle Mariners, yes, 1995 the slide, Ken yeah. Griffey hits it onto right field dude i'm gonna butcher nah, this no, so it bad some respect. okay it you know some what i'll him. let you mr Harald ah, dave Mehouse. put go. some respect on this name and it's all <laughs> right down the left field line is a base hit here comes core round third griffey comes rolling around the plate the
0: throw to the plate is not in time the mariners win the american league division series against the scary yankees um what a rivalry in the 90s i mean this the moment wasn't even boring saved. y'all he wasn't we even, weren't born. even born. I got this. I have, I have Dave. <laughs> he Nehouse. has it, it unlocked. Going, my Oh, my. It He's just etched continues. etched into my brain. My, oh, my. Hey, shout out to, to Macklemore
1: for that song, bro. <laughs> Yo, no.
0: Shout out to Dave Niehaus. What are we doing? Don't do it? Yeah. My, oh, my. Uh, rest in peace, the legend. One of the greatest commentators, not only in baseball history, Seattle history, sports history, Dave Niehaus, giving us probably the most iconic call in Seattle history. But. I mean, like you said, to set up the moment, just to have two runners on, down by one, last out, last strike kind of energy, another Seattle legend, Hall of Famer Edgar Martinez, greatest designated hitter of all time, lines the ball down the left field line for what we could call this the double, which it's also affectionately known as, but what is more affectionately known is that iconic Griffey trample around the third baseline, moving at the speed of light, the kid, the man who built Safeco Field, Sliding in head first, tackled by his teammates, pandemonium in the kingdom. My mom and my family members were lucky enough to be in the nosebleed of the nosebleeds in like a <laughs> seventy-five thousand capacity kingdom. Dang. Probably that would probably have been one of the greatest moments of my life if I was alive. Weren't even a thought in anyone's brain in nineteen ninety-five. But um <laughs> obviously i mean it's a moment that you can ironically be like a lot of Mariners fans hold on to because it's our greatest moment but it's you know it is because it's it's the moment that not only sent us to our first american league championship series off the back of what had happened in august of that year if you don't know they were 15 16 games back of the first place trophy of the first of their a chance at their first american league west championship with a host of amazing players arod edgar um, Buhner, Randy Johnson, Dan Wilson, Griffey, Cora, the list goes on, Lou Piniella as manager and I mean you've ever been to T-Mobile, Safeco Field, you've, you've seen um, the 95 slide mural the moment you enter the stadium Um, but like I just said this is that moment that saved baseball in Seattle when they were rumored to getting moved to Tampa Bay for a new franchise and if you know anything about Seattle, we've lost so many teams. Not only just the Sonics, but we oh. lost our hockey team in the tw- in the nineteen twenties. Yep, we lost our baseball team. The, shout out the Seattle Pilots, played at Six Stadium, right on right off of uh MOK and uh and Rainier. But where the old low, where the new lows is now, are the old lows, I guess by this point. <laughs> but the ninety five slide, it, look up a video of it. Uh, probably the most iconic call in Seattle sports history. Um, if you've ever been to a Mariners game, you've seen them play it in the in the pregame hype video. Um, but yeah, what a moment. Shout out Edgar, Cora, Griffey, the men who saved Seattle in baseball and the team who saved Seattle in baseball. Um, I don't know what my life would have been like, honestly, if, this, if the Mariners weren't even around when we were live because we were chatting about it before. The reason we put it so high is because of that story um, and what led up to it. Um, I highly recommend if you haven't had a chance to watch this yet. Um, a uh YouTube channel used to be known as SB Nation, now known as Secret Base. Um, they have a three part or six part, three and a half hour special about the history of the Seattle Mariners. And my favorite episode by far is the one covering the ninety five. The ninety five Mariners, their their climb to beat the Anaheim Angels after being back sixteen games back, which if you know baseball, that's just insane. Like to to claw away and not only just win a wild card spot, but to win the West. Um, an amazing moment. Um, just in sports history in general, one of the greatest calls of all time, and we get to say it's uh, our people, our moments. So, didn't mean
1: to hijack your uh, call at number two. No, honestly, I man, mean... you know more about baseball than I do. <laughs> <laughs> you going? I only know oh, that buddy. through that oh, music I'm video, man. Wrong. Yeah, the music
0: video. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like we okay, shout out Dave Nehouse, rest in peace. Greatest yes. commentator in Seattle sports history, bar none, bar um, none. Never forget, 710 ESPN Seattle, Coma 1000. The real ones now, um. But because I had a little bit of uh my own tirade to go off with that, I'm gonna give it actually actually give it to Jess to top it off with. I think our iconic moment in Seattle sports history with number one.
1: Yes, that's right. And coming in at number Juan (laughs) Juan is the immaculate deflection by Richard Sherman in the 2014 nfc conference championships the seahawks versus the san francisco 49ers y'all this was as close as a game as it ever came down to just remembering you know we had i think 30 seconds left in the game kaepernick throws um you know his last throws to michael crabtree guarding him was richard sherman in the back end and you know these are moments that you live for these are moments where you remember where you are and you know i'm just going to be straight up honest with you herald <laughs> i like left halfway through this game because it was on a late night sunday i had a oh, performance no. i had a performance with a jazz band at garfield no <laughs> so we had we had someone's like dad like ring up like one of those like crank wireless like tvs Mm -hmm. yes this was back in the day when we had those like old ass TVs. shout out early 2014 yeah shout out early 2014 which is only seven years ago but anyway i digress this dad is like cranking this tv out in the corner we're about to go on to showtime in about like five minutes but it's the last 30 seconds of the game so we're all like hype we're all prepped whatever Mm -hmm. so we're all huddled around this tv kaepernick throws Intended for Michael Crabtree. Just like OBJ before his famous catch. I don't know why we keep going to OBJ. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he literally tips it. And this is a metaphor. This is a foreshadowing to, you know, Steph Fry in 2016. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe it's luck. Maybe it's just Seattle sports. A one-handed block, one-handed save, whatever you want to call it. Richard Sherman in the most immaculate deflection hence the name deflects the ball from Michael Crabtree into the hands of Malcolm Smith game set over match game checkmate, over and whatever you want to if say you,
0: like obviously we live in an era where like Colin Kaepernick has become such a political figure because he right. is I mean, he, he stands for so much more than just kneeling but he mm-hmm. has just become more than just the football player he was but even before kneeling the kneeling was happening and, and that became a part of his persona, um, Colin Kaepernick and, you know, you know, give hashtag give Colin Kaepernick a team, honestly, but Colin Kaepernick was a scary, was a scary man. Like, yes, they weren't just the number five seed. They were the five seed that had to come behind the one seed Seattle Seahawks. They were the second best team in the NFL. They Colin Kaepernick arguably was on a roll to become one of the greats in the 2010s. Um, if, if, If it weren't for a few derailing career moments. And that in that moment, if you understood you're down by six or we're up by six, and you give the ball to Colin Kaepernick and you try me like a sorry receiver, like Crabtree, that's what you're going to (laughs) get the greatest. But you know, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, the Aaron Andrews interview. But man, to have Colin Kaepernick hoist that and just for the heart to drop to your gut like Mm -hmm. you just, it's such a gut punch. You don't know what's going to happen. And to see that happen in that moment, experience the the tip, the one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time, to Malcolm Smith, <laughs> Super Bowl MVP, Malcolm Smith. <laughs> um, man, and to, you know, we can put this at one because we won the Super Bowl afterwards. And to have this be the lead up to our first Super Bowl and for everything that was the comeback game in tw- the next year, in the next year to go back to another Super Bowl for the NFC, um, this was that, this is what that team had been building up to was this moment was like, this is the moment even before the Super Bowl was won. But that's when you kind of knew like that was setting up for an amazing game, which, you know, we handled them pretty well. (laughs) We handled Peyton Manning. Well, but (laughs) the Aaron Andrews interview afterwards, the the miss shake from Richard Sherman going to shake Crabtree's hand. And then, and then that amount of angst pulled up in the one of the most iconic interviews of all time across all sports, not even just Seattle sports, Aaron Andrews goes up to Richard Sherman, has the hat on, going wild, flocking the dreads around, being an absolute god at what he does, living in the moment, and goes, if you're driving with a star receiver like Crabtree, that's what you're gonna get. And then that's what who's gonna get? And Aaron Andrews just like completely lost for words. Crabtree. (laughs) (laughs) So yo, shout out Michael Crabtree.
1: Y'all, and then you know, for all of our new you know bandwagon fans on the Seahawks right now y'all don't understand the brevity or not even brevity the severity of the rivalry between Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick you know two great quarterbacks each in their prime going at it at you know the last stakes before the big game like everything was on the line for both of them Kaepernick was just coming off of his loss versus the Ravens last year at the Super Bowl Russell Wilson wanted a redemption arc from the loss at the Falcons, you know, to get Mm -hmm. to the conference championship and to think that, you know, whoever would have won it, you know, they, they put in all their time and effort and energy into it. But again, it was just written in the stars, you know, talk about alternate reality with Sherman joining the 49ers a couple of years later, (laughs) but you know, it's just a stroke of destiny, fate, whatever you want to call it. This was ranked number one because of that reason how memorable man the
0: city was going nuts oh <laughs> the my city was on fire yes sir yeah we um we drove down i think the next year was when we would celebrate a lot more with our fam or with the friends um in our group and i remember we had celebrated a ton after the super bowl win but um prior to that i just remember me and my mom and my brother driving down to pioneer square with the fl- with the 12th man flag my new russell wilson jersey like we were just having a blast brother wearing Hasselbeck jerseys like a little kid at this point like just what a moment in the history of um Seattle sports and I mean like we said the immaculate deflection the tip whatever you want to call it um go and watch it go if you're ever looking for something to brighten your day watch that Richard Sherman interview (laughs) um but that was a game no one left that was a game where everyone stayed to it was just a packed house going nuts Going wild. Um, just a very pure moment in the history of this city. Um, so shout out Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, Legion of Boom, Malcolm Smith, Richard Sherman, Michael Crabtree. Draw <laughs> me with a star receiver. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> that was my ringtone in, in high school for like really drop me with a star. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're gonna get.
1: <laughs> wow. Amazing. What a time. High school herald. <laughs> shout out high school herald. hh Shout out <laughs> high school Jess. No, absolutely not. No, let's not shout <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, that's getting Growth. cut. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but on that note, uh, we would like to thank you all for joining uh, this first iteration of Pinoy Center. Um, top 10 <laughs> moments in Seattle sports history. Um, there will not be a part two probably for many a year because, you know, this is the top 10.
1: Yeah. See us when we are eligible for Social Security when the Seahawks we'll, have won we'll, three we'll read championships. We'll read up for part two. Yeah. Yeah, just three. Yeah, <laughs> just, just three. But three the Sonics would have come back or not. We'll see. Sonics would have
0: dominated. We would have. We would have equaled the the Celtics record by that point. Would have dozens upon dozens of championships. <laughs> Lakers. There goes Sonics. Lakers. Celtics. By the hey, I can the see it. Time. I believe it. I believe it. KD comes back, becomes a coach for forty five years. Absolute domination. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> pulls the <a> Steve Kerr. <laughs> but with that note, I don't know if there's anything you want to end with, Jess. But. I know I think you and I put a lot of time in this uh to this uh list and we're excited to get back to our regularly scheduled programming. But um yeah, shout out Seattle Sports. Always great to be from like a underdog city. I mean, the Seahawks might not have been the underdog all the time, but <laughs> you know, we are fair fair amount of the time the underdog middle um uh, market sports city in the US that don't get the respect we deserve sometimes. So shout out to the two oh six, man. Shout out to the city. Shout out to the Pacific Northwest. Shout out to you all for sticking with us through that little break. Hope you enjoyed uh, this half episode five point five of Pinoys versus the world. Um, as always, uh, credits. Uh, this episode was uh, edited by myself, Harold Hillseth. Um, shout out Disney and ESPN for a couple of YouTube clips we you may have used for ten seconds of that. <laughs> yeah, and Jess Wanich's is amazing. Um, and yonas hill said some amazing music throughout um logo by camille naputo uh website which is you (laughs) know (laughs) still working by uh we'll get to that with jared garalde um excited to come back to you with episode six a new week of interviews news gossip (laughs) not never gossip (laughs) nope 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 news local news will actually be coming to you right around or right after or before the um seattle primary elections. so mm. tap in for our commentary on that and a new friend interview this has been episode 5.5 of pin noise versus the world my name's harald hilson and i'm just Warch. and we will talk to you all in two weeks bye don't forget to vote